Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. even feel it. I can't even feel it. Amen. Well, it's exciting to have you all here in the presence of God this wonderful Sunday. 
I believe that God has an appointment with every single one of us. And I know that once we have kept our side of the appointment, God will also keep his side of the appointment. Amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Is that an empty seat over there? Please, if you're at the back, you don't have a seat, please come. I have two seats. One, two. If there's an empty seat by you, just give me a wave. I have two seats here. I have four. Can I have four people come? Five. I have five empty seats. So if you need an, a seat, just come, come. Have confidence and come. Be on the ringside. Don't be far away. Don't be far away. Actually, I see seven. Okay? All right. Powerful. They are ashes. Oh, uh, you have been promoted. Go this way to the place of promotion. My God. Yeah. Luyolo and Co. Come, 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 come. Yeah. Luvuyo, not Luyolo. Okay. Keyboard. Play something soft, romantic, soft, nice, you know. Hey, you guys are denying the guy of his promotion. Please, one more, one more, one more. So that when we roll, we're rolling. Okay. All right. You can't give water to somebody who's not thirsty. Is that not so? Well, it's an honor, a privilege, a blessing to share with you the word of God on this beautiful swollen Sunday. I'm preaching for a very short time, so I want to just indulge you all and encourage you. Don't waste time on your phone, try to call somebody. You owe the person. Why are you calling the person at this time? Do you see? Don't call anybody. Don't check any message. Just listen to me. I'll be done. And then God is sending you a message. Do you get it? So tune in and listen to God's message. After that, you are free to WhatsApp anybody you want to, including your ex, everything. You can WhatsApp all of them. Tell them the Lord has forgiven them. So you have also forgiven them. Amen. Wonderful. So give me your attention for just... 45 to 50 minutes, and then I will be done. Amen. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to John chapter number 3, verse number 16. Today I want to preach a simple message, just one scripture message, but it's loaded with so many things. The Bible says that, are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? Ready, 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 that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. How many of you have heard the scripture before? Well, this is the most popular verse in the Bible. It's the most central verse in the Bible. If you have never heard it before, today is your first time to hear it. It's good. Finally, better late than never. Amen. Let's all read it together. Say, for God so loved the world... Say it like you mean it. For God so loved your, the world. And mean it as you say it. For God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him. Should not perish. But have everlasting life. 
Let's try it again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Those of you at the back, you are not saying at the back, for God so loved the world. Those of you in front, stand up and look at those at the back and encourage them to say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Please sit down. Let's say it in the quickest possible time. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Give Jesus a shout of praise. Now, this scripture, like I said in the beginning, catch your breath because we're going to go again. This, <laughs> this scripture, like I said, is the most central scripture in the Bible and most popular scripture in the Bible because it encapsulates God's plan for mankind. God's redemption plan for mankind. It's perhaps the most important scripture in the Bible because from that verse or from this verse, we see God's redemption plan. Redemption means God's saving plan, God's redeeming plan, God's plan to ensure that you and I don't go to hell. Hallelujah. It's a small verse, but it contains so much. It's a small verse, but it's the foundation of Christianity. It's the foundation of your salvation. It's the foundation of the good thing that can happen to you, which is everlasting life. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 10, he said, the thief, which is referring to Satan. So if you are here, you are a thief. You are in a certain group. Like the WhatsApp group has Satan there. He's the admin. The thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. So when Satan comes into your life, these are the three cardinal things he intends to achieve. To steal from you, to kill you, and to destroy you. Even when he's giving you something, do you get it? It's it's, it's, It's a bait to give something and take something from you. Let me tell you this story. I may tell you later on, but let me tell you now. There was a guy holding eggs, a crate. Not, is it a crate? A dozen of eggs? Okay. Just a dozen, not six of them. Okay. A dozen of eggs. A dozen is what? Twelve. Is that not so? Yeah. He wanted to have twelve. So he had eleven. And he saw a guy with one egg. So he was holding the eggs like that. Then the guy, and he told the guy, can you please give me your egg so that I can have 12. After a long discussion, the guy agreed to give him the egg. And then when the guy said, okay, I'll give you the egg, then the guy threw the egg to him. So in the bid to cut it, he left this one, then he caught that one. And he said, oh, yes, I got it. He said like Einstein said, Eureka, I got it. Then when he looked, he had dropped the 11 and they were broken. That's how Satan relates with us. He gives you a bait. 
He said, you take it. Fiso, wow. Gives you a bit. Take happy, happy belated birthday. And then you catch it. As soon as you catch it, you realize that you've dropped something. Something more valuable than what he has given to you. So he may give you a guy. So he's so nice. He's so suave. He's so cool. He's so beautiful. Then you drop something else just to hold a guy. He may give you a girl. Beautiful girl. Long hair. Up to the legs. Even it's like an Indian. Even Indians want to be like her. Long hair. Like Rampanzel. But when you get a girl, you lose something else. So the thief cometh not. It means the only time he comes is to steal, to kill, to do. But I have come, which is Jesus Christ, that you will have life and have abundance of life. Today, may you have abundance of life as Jesus comes into your life. Not only will you have life, but you have abundance of life. Today, abundance of life is coming to you on this earth and in the world to come. So in John 3 verse 16, we see a beautiful expression of what God himself wants to do in our lives. The scripture starts by telling us that God so loved the world. Now, the person who loved us is God. And God is the greatest person that can love you. God. The most important person who can love you and the greatest person who can love you. Your mother cannot love you like God. I mean, your mother's love, a mother's love, you know, a mother's love is one of the greatest loves we have on earth. That's why you never tell a mother that your child is not beautiful. To the mother. The... God. You know, when you come home, when you're a young lady, you come and say, oh, I'm in love. A guy says he loves me. One of the first questions they ask, who is that guy? Yeah. Even me as a pastor, when one of the ladies says, a guy is in love, who is that guy? <laughs> who? We want to know who. We want to know who is the guy who says he's in love with you. Why do we want to know who? We want to know whether he's a good guy or a bad guy. Whether he's good enough or not. Some of you ladies start, start for guys who are, I mean, I mean, I mean, you are doing first year university, doesn't have a student number, yet you want to, I mean, I don't understand. He cannot pass matric, I don't understand. And you, he cannot handle life science in matric, you think he can handle you. It, it, it really amazes me. We are all in the university, but he's on color red. He's on color red. He cannot keep himself in the university, yet you think he can keep himself in the relationship. It's, it's amazing. But that's what you want, so you can have it like that. But anyway, we always want to be sure, who is the guy? Who is that guy? Is he a good guy? Some families will pray, if he's a rich guy, if he's got the money, if he's got the money, we, we will take him. Because maybe some families, you are a business. As a child, you are a business. So it's like we can profit off. It will be a fair trade. We can profit from it. So if he's got the money, some families will, is he educated? Is he educated? And when I say educated, various ways of education, formal education, informal education. There are some people who have not sat in a classroom but have managed to educate themselves very well. Yeah. 
Uh, if you are here, you are failing. Don't say, oh, yeah, I'm going to choose that type of... Please, stop it. Don't say... When I came on Swollen Sunday, pastor advised me that I should go and learn street smartness. No. <laughs> when, you are, when you break through, will you be able to count the money? They are found, they'll check. Is he handsome? Is he handsome? Is he tall? And a handsome man is a tall and dark and handsome. Tall, dark, and handsome. That's a handsome man. You never read a story, a fairy tale, a storybook, and they say a handsome man and he's fair. Never. 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 Or he's close to the ground. Never. So the one, is he handsome? Which means, is he tall? Is he dark? That's another situation. That's, maybe it's a new adjective for that. I don't know. Just as, I mean, if you want to know a beautiful young lady, it's always a fair lady. Any book you read, it's a fair lady. So, if it's not fair, anyway, let's go forward. No, I'm just kidding. That's just to wake you up. Those of you who are already sleeping. But God is the greatest person to love you. He created the whole world. He made everything, including you. That's the greatest person to love you. The greatest person. The person who loves us is the greatest of them all. So I'm going to say, is he an American? Is he a Zulu? Is he a Southern? I, I want to marry a Zulu man. I, I think if I get myself a Zulu man, I'll be very, very good. A Z- Zulu men are very loving. They are very romantic. They'll bring you cows. They'll bring you a, a, a chisanyama. Very good men. Very romantic men. Yeah, I love a Zulu man. I, I, I just love a Zulu man. You know, a Zulu man, Zulu man, Zulu man. Zulu man. Not a problem. But God is higher than a Zulu man. God is higher than a Corsa. God is higher than an American. God, one lady told me, Pastor, ask for me, I want to marry a white guy. Black girl like me, I want to marry a white guy. Not a problem. It's also very good. Very good. Some black men are white inside. Just to put a disclaimer out there. Africans men are not white. They are Africans. Oh, no. No, just so that you don't get me wrong. Africans men are Africans. They are not white. Okay? They are Africans. Okay? Just as Chinese men are Chinese. Don't get it wrong. They are not white. They are Chinese. India men are Indians. <laughs> I want, but God is greater than all everything. Ah, greater, 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 greater. The greatest person loves you. Oh, pastor, if I just get myself a pastor, a pastor like you, I will love. God is greater than your pastor. God is greater than your pastor. And that's the person who loves you. Number two, he loved us with a kind of love. The greatest kind of love. The greatest kind of love. Jesus said, greater love, John 15, 13, has no man than this. That a man should lay down his life for a friend. Nobody has a love that is great. That's the type of love that God has loved us with. High quality love. Today when people say they love you, they want something from you. 
They want to gain something from you. When they say they love you, it's, and you say yes, you have just made an agreement for the greatest problem cause of your life. Most women who cry, they cry about men. When you see a lady crying, there's a man involved. Always. There's always a man involved. And it's not the fault of men. God put a curse on women that their problem will be men. God said in Genesis that your desire will be after the man and he shall rule over you. So that's that. It's a punishment for what Eve did in the garden of Eden. That's why, even before you find a man, God gives you menstruation so that you can cry a little. Once a man to remind you that cry. Yeah, before you even find a man, by 11, 12, God said, take menstruation to remind you that there's a punishment for you. Then you get to the place where now there's a man. Then, yeah, he, he won't come home early. Every day he's on his phone. He won't mind you. Everything. Because when you cry, ah. Then when you are tired of him, God gives you menopause so that you can cry a little. <laughs> so when people say they love us, sometimes, it, it, look, most of the time, there's something that makes us unhappy. There's, a, there's, a, there's always a catch. There's always a catch. But Jesus said, greater love has no man than this. Than a man should lay down, out of love, lay down his life. Who has loved you enough? Many of us, I mean, if somebody were to, maybe something happens, so you, because of your behavior, we are going to whip you six lashes. Then you say, oh, you are my friend. Can you come and take two lashes from me? I was, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Carry your own cross. I love you, but we'll continue the love after you have taken your punishment. Yeah, I'll be here for you. We'll cry together when you are done. I hold your hand as you receive the punishment. But when it came to Jesus, he said, you are supposed to die. I'll die in your place. 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 That's how much I love you. Bible says, pay adventure for a good man. Per adventure, perhaps, maybe in some strange circumstances, for a good man, somebody would dare to die. I'm talking about the love of God. Somebody would dare. He said, per adventure, maybe, maybe by some means. You, 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 you know, let's say like Romeo and Juliet love. You know, the greatest love story in our world is Romeo and Juliet. Although many of us don't know the story, but we know that it's, it's something. Maybe it's a room. So, per adventure, I will die. For a good man. You are, you are so good. You are so good. Maybe I will die for you. Maybe it's a per adventure. Somebody will dare to die. Not that somebody will die, but somebody will dare to die. But when it gets to the dying, you see nobody's ready to die for you. Once upon a time, a certain man died. And his wife was crying. Crying, crying uncontrollably. And they try to settle the wife. They try to calm her down. They try to cool her down, but to no avail. And she was, I'll go with you. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Even to the graveside, they put the body in the ground. She was crying. They were, people were restraining her and everything. So at a point, a certain man got angry. Please come and be the wife for me. Karen, stand here. So she was going to be crying. Please look at them and cry. Go down, go down. 
go down. No, no, not kneel down. Stand up. Uh-huh, be on the steps. So be crying. Cry for me. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. Oh, I'll go with you. Oh, I'll go with you. So this man who was tired, he just tried to push her a little. Hey! Who's the one pushing me? Who's the one pushing me? Who's the one pushing me? Thank you very much. But I thought you were going with him. Is it somebody who dare to die? A, a good man of our time is Nelson Mandela. Many of you are saying if you die for Nelson Mandela, some, some of you just out of shenanigans and, and just to show off, you say, oh, I will die. But if we put the death here and we put Nelson Mandela here, you will say, hey, Mr. Man, Utata, hey, Utata, thank you for freedom. Utata, you know something? If I die for you, how will we enjoy the freedom that you have fought for us? So it will make all the freedom useless. You will now start to explain to Utata that, Utata, look, 27 years of your life will be wasted if I die for you. And you, Utata, you have finished your mission on this earth. Your mission was to free South Africa from apartheid. And you have done a good job. Maybe my mission is to take South Africa to space. So, please, allow me to fulfill my destiny. We will start making stories because human beings don't have the capacity but God has the capacity to laugh to the point of exchanging his life for your life. Number three, he loved the greatest number of people. God, the greatest person with the greatest kind of love, loved the greatest number of people. He loved the whole world. If it's today eight billion people, he had the capacity to love them. Many people don't have the capacity to love more than one or two people. Some people only love their children. They only love their children. Only their children. Some people also just love children. Once you grow up a little, they can't love you. Some people only love their tribesmen. If you're a Zulu, I can love you. If you're closer, I can love you. Closers are the experts of this. But today is a friendly match, so let's go for it. Some people only love white people. Some people only love black people. Hey, pastor, if you were here during apartheid, you would have seen what the white people did. You were also not born. You were born in... You were, when were you born? You were also not born. Your ID number starts with 99. How do you know? Even two, zero, zero. Some of us can only love our brothers, our sisters. Some of us can only love our countrymen. And this country is guilty of that. I mean, this country is guilty of that. We only love our countrymen. But God has the capacity to love everybody, 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 everybody. He loved the whole world. 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 Greatest number. Eight big capacity for eight billion. Mind you, there are eight billion people alive today. Those who have lived before and have died, he loved them also. He loved them also. They've lived already, they've died. 
He loved them. There are people dying right now as I'm preaching. He loved them. And there are people born right now as I'm preaching. He loved them too. He loved all of them. Greatest number of people. That he gave his only begotten son. He gave the greatest gift you can give. One of the main signs of love is the ability to give. You know if somebody loves you, if they can give to you. Or if they do give to you. Because can and doing is a different thing. That's why the Bible says, if he be willing, means that you want to do it and obedient, then you do it. Can, ability to do and doing, they are, they are different things. You don't, have you not met people who have the ability to do something, yet they won't do it for you? They'll do it for somebody, but they won't do it for you. But God, he gave the greatest gift. You're in a relationship, ladies, check with how much he gives to you. And when I say how much, it's not just money. Because ladies understand only one language, money. That's their mother tongue. When we give you time, it's also money. Because time is money. Yeah. Because the time we are giving to you, if we're working, Somewhere, it will be they will be paid for it. So convert their time to money. You just don't know the law of conversion. That's why you can't see that it's money we are giving you by spending time with you. But if somebody loves you, they give to you. One of the things Zulu men don't give, they don't give flowers. Hey, Pastor, how do you know? One day I spoke to a wife. She's actually watching me right now. No, I mean watching me. You never know. Maybe I'm, on, I'm live on Facebook now. So, so many people are watching me. You don't know. I said, does your husband give you flowers? He said, oh, he's a Zulu man. I, I said, what do you mean by that? Because I didn't understand. I was new. I'd just been born. So I was new. So I, he said, he's a Zulu man. I said, oh, what do you? So I thought if he's a Zulu, maybe he plants a garden. You never know. I said, oh, what do you mean by that? I said, oh, no. Zulu men don't give flowers. I said, well, how? I said, what do they, they give you meat? <laughs> Check whether he gives you chocolate. He gives you something. When, he has, when you need something, when he has it, does he give it to you? That's the sign of love. And God is demonstrating his love. He gave the greatest gift, which is his only begotten son. He gave everything that he had. To show us that he loved us. He gave us everything that he had. And then ladies, by the way, this is just to let you know. We also receive gifts, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Because for us also, that's how we know that you also love us back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll run for president. Don't worry. That's how we also know that you also love us. Because we are not the only people. When you say, I love you, we don't understand. When you give us a gift, then we also understand. Yeah. Every day you are waiting for what we will give you. You too, when are you going to give us something? He gave the greatest gift to us. And he gave it to whosoever. To whosoever. The greatest invitation of all time. Whosoever. Whosoever means anybody, everybody, every race, every tongue, every people, every nation, everybody. Whosoever. 
give the grace. Many of us, if we have a party, we restrict access to the party because of what we can afford, because of who we want at the party. You don't want somebody who's always gossiping come to the party. So, uh, uh, I saw, uh, you see, when I went to the party, uh, uh, no. So you don't want some people there. Some people too are so boring. If you bring them there, they spoil the party. You don't want them there. But mainly it's because of what we can afford. Before we start inviting people, we check. Look, you know something, I can only afford 40 people. So we start to do elimination by. No, cancellation. Substitution means you remove this one, you bring this one. No, cancellation. Because when you look at your friends list, there are 246 people. You go to your Instagram, 434 people are following you. And in this group, 300 people can make it for the party. Because they are within a certain proximity. And you check, I can feed 300 people, you know. If, if I save my salary for four months, I still six months. Hmm, it's a problem. So I have to eliminate some of them. So you take your delete button. Delete. He's too tall, delete. He's too short, delete. He's too fat, you eat a lot, delete. He's too slim. He will eat even more because he wants to gain weight. Delete, delete, delete. You delete from the contact, you go to recycling bin and delete that one. You keep delete after a long delete, it's left with 100 people. And there are only 40, 40 forks, 40 knives, 40 spoons. 40 teaspoons, 40 plates, for even chairs. So you come, you come with another formula. How many of people remembered my birthday seven years ago to wish me happy birthday? This one, delete, 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 delete. Now we are left with 50. Then we start to look historical reasons. We analyze everybody one by one. I remember the last, around 1999. This one, she had an argument with me. She was too loud. Delete. <laughs> Meanwhile, friends will always have an argument. Delete until it's 40. But when it came to Jesus, I said, add. Anybody you ask, add. Chinese, add. Americans, add. Koreans, add. Even Russians, add Russians. He said, Vladimir Putin, add Vlad. <laughs> Whosoever. Whosoever. Anybody at all can come. Anybody. When we get to heaven, we'll have the greatest shock of our lives. The type of people we'll see there. The type of languages we'll hear there. That's why there's a new language in heaven. Because when we get there, we'll need a common language for all of us to understand each other. Any type. People in Timbuktu, they'll be there. People in Cape Town will be there. People in Cairo will be there. People from everywhere in the world. People that you have not even heard about will be there. Because the invitation is for method for everybody to come to him. He says, whosoever believeth. He gave a very simple way so that everybody will qualify. Believe. Something that everybody can do. Whether you are rich, whether you are poor, whether you are educated, whether you are uneducated. N nothing. Once you have a heart, you can believe. And when you don't have a heart, you are dead. So just believe. Once you are alive, John 1 verse 11 says he came to his own, but his own received him not. As many as received him, he gave them power 
to become the son. As many, anybody who received power, even those who believed on his thing. The, the criteria is simple. Sometimes I see people, even when I wrote matric, all of us were trying to get to university. All the schools in the country I wrote matric in were trying to, in that time there were only three universities. All of us were trying to go into that university, a country with almost 30 something million people were all writing matric to go into three universities. That's why our pass mark is not 30%. Yeah. You can even pass with 60%, you won't get in. Because the university can take a certain number of people. So you have to really pass. Yeah, you have to really pass. There was a point, even after you pass, you write entrance exam into the university. So they put all the people who have passed here, they say write an exam so that we can select some people. Too. So you will see about 40,000 people have written the exam. Only 6,000 are going to go to the university. In fact, 40,000 have written, maybe 30,000 have passed. Out of the 30,000, only 6,000 are going to the university. You have to pass and pass where? To enter. It may be very difficult for people who are bright, but couldn't go to the university. But when it came to God, let's give them the simplest way. Even just by showing up for the exam, it's good enough for you to enter. It's just good enough. It's just good enough. I think South Africa is using the God system. Right? <laughs> South Africa is like God. Clap for South Africa. <laughs> if anyone would just believe, if you would just believe, simplest thing. No, if God had used money, poor people can't enter. Those of us who receive grants from Sasa, we can't enter because the rich people will buy heaven. And you know how rich people are? They won't buy a space for themselves. They will buy a lot of, and only them will be inside. Yeah. I, 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 I just saw a video of Tupac. He was giving an interview. He was saying he doesn't understand why somebody will build a house. 52 bedrooms for just you and your two children. How many rooms are you going to live in when there are other people around who are homeless? So can you imagine if God was using money, those who can pay? You will see people, even if the the, the, the Gate fee is one rand. You will see one person, people like Roman Abram, Abra, Abramovich or whatever, the Chelsea guy. They'll go and buy one million tickets just for they and their two children. And the other tickets will go waste. Yeah, you will go to compute tickets you want to buy. They say the system has crashed. Elon Musk alone has bought four billion tickets. Yeah. For himself his wife, and his two nameless children. <laughs> Give your child a name of a quadratic equation. What are we going to do with that? Sometimes intelligence leads to madness. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give your child Pythagoras theory. A squared plus is equal to B squared plus C squared. So when we see your name, what do we, what, when we see your child, what do you go? Squared. You call your child dy dx. The way you are not secure, I know you don't know dy dx. Anyway, let me go. Let me go this way. 
No, you know. Ryan knows. Ryan knows. I'm not Ryan. I know you know. I know you know. Where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? Yeah, he doesn't know the idea. That's what. Anyway, let's go on. Greatest, easiest way. Believe that what everybody can do it. Today, if you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you'll qualify for this eternal life. Put your faith. All God is asking you to is to put your faith in Jesus Christ. To put your faith in Jesus Christ. John 3.16. To put your faith in Jesus Christ. That anyone whosoever be should not perish. He offered mankind the greatest escape. The greatest escape that you will not perish. You, Pastor, what are we going to perish from? When we die, you either go to heaven or you go to hell. And God is trying to deliver us from hell. It is appointed unto man once to die and after that judgment. When you die, the first thing that happens is as soon as you die, you get out of your body. You come out of your body immediately to go to one of two places, heaven or hell. Heaven or hell. This is the place that God is trying to save us from. This is the reason why we have organized this service so that God can save somebody from going to hell. In Luke chapter 14, the Bible says that there was a certain rich man which was clothed in fine linen and purple who fed sumptuously every day. And there was a poor beggar named Lazarus who was at the gate of the rich man full of sauce desiring to be fed from the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died. As soon as the beggar died, the Bible says, and angels came from heaven to come for the beggar. And they took him to Abraham's bosom. As soon as you Angels, if you are on your way to heaven, angels come and escort you to Abraham's bosom. It doesn't even take, you don't need to be buried. Your body will be here. You already, it's the quickest flight of all time. Straight into Abraham's bosom. You just come out of your body. And then straight to Abraham's bosom. Look at your body. Say, oh, Goodbye. You have been my greatest problem. Goodbye. And the rich man also died. And was buried. As soon as he died, he was buried. Hey, pastor, why didn't he come out of his body? Like you said, you, die, you just come out of your body. Next verse quickly. And immediately in hell. And in hell. That's the next thing that happened. As soon as he died, he came out of it. Straight to hell. Go straight to hell. There's a straight flight from earth to hell. And a straight flight from Peter Marisbeck to heaven. He lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeth Father Abraham afar off. And Lazarus, that guy who was at his gate, in Abraham's bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, 
from tormented in the flame. Please send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger and cool my tongue for I'm tormented. I'm tormented. He saw Lazarus in Abraham's bosom. When he was on earth, he was having a great time. Life was very fantastic for him. He was excited. Things were going well. Everybody said, wow, what a nice man. Today he'll change this clothes. Tomorrow he'll wear this one. He, why do I know? Because the Bible mentioned the attire he was wearing. He said, he clothed in fine linen and purple. And he fed sumptuously. He lived sumptuously. He lived well. I'm sure he was driving the latest car. I don't know the latest car right now. Maybe he was driving a Bugatti. Yeah, maybe he was driving a Mercedes Benz. He was driving a Tesla. All all the nice cars, you name it, he got it. He was driving it. And Lazarus, he couldn't even afford medication for his sores. So in the morning, the dogs would come and lick his sores. They would just come and lick the sores. I'm sure one of the dogs bit him. That's why he died. Yeah, I'm sure. Pastor, how do you know? In law, before they can convict you of a crime, they look for motive. They look for opportunity. And they look for evidence. Once they get these three things, evidence is what usually in a murder, they say the murder weapon. That's it, these three things. The dogs had opportunity. They were close to Lazarus. They were licking. It, never, it was never said that the rich man was next to Lazarus. They just said he was at his gate. But the dogs, they were just next to Lazarus. Pastor, what is their motive? If Lazarus was eating the crumbs that the rich man fell from the rich man's table, is that not the dog's food? They also, so it's like there was a conflict about one particular bone chicken drumstick that fell down and then the only thing we don't have is evidence when we get to heaven we'll find it but he died but he went. so Lazarus said uh, look Mr. Richman levels have changed tell your neighbor levels don't change yeah levels have changed you in your time remember thou in thy lifetime received thy good things likewise Lazarus evil things. Now he's comforted. So Lazarus was sitting in heaven and he was drinking cold water as other people are sweating in hell. He was in heaven and he was now chilling having a good time. Mm. Nice, 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 nice. Wow. What a nice bottle of cold water. And then he was there chilling. And the rich man was in hell struggling struggling in hell, sweating, tormented in hell. You look like a rich man in your suit. Come and be tormented in hell for me. Yeah. Go straight to hell. Be here. You are in hell. Be here. Be tormented. I need, I need about two demons to be beating him. Two demons. No, you can't be a demon. You'll be an angel. Come and be here. you find Lazarus. Uh, uh, I need nice, beautiful girls to... Uh, no, please. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Three beautiful girls. Come and let's go to heaven. Come and find out. Take the fan. This one. Yeah. Come. Yeah. Please. Can I get four demons? Uh, uh, please come. The two of you. Come and be demons for me. I'll pray for you after. This rich man. He's in hell. Torment him. Torment him. Beat him. Please. Huh? Get up from my seat, please, Miss Angel. You are an angel in the drama. Ne? Yes. Fan me. Fan me. Fan me. Ah, Lazarus. Oh, beautiful, nice, nice. Oh, angels, nice angels. 
Ah, nice, 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 nice. Heaven is very nice. Oh. Let me call my friend. Let me call my friend. Tell him that heaven is very, very nice. Let me, what's my friend's number? Zello, Zello 7374432. Hello. Hello, hello. Pastor Spa. Oh, how are you? How is Earth? Hey, please, find me, find me, find me. Yeah. How is Earth? Things are hard. Oh, really? You had looting. Oh, sorry. Then you had hailstorm. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Heaven is very nice. Oh, it's so nice. I'm chill. I'm drinking Coca-Cola. You don't believe there's Coca-Cola in heaven? Hey, Pastor Spa, have you been to heaven before? Do you know what happens in heaven? How come you are telling me that there's no Coca-Cola? Have you been here before? I'm here. I'm telling you what is here. You are on earth. Just stay with your tweezer, your tweezer on earth and be happy there. We are drinking Coca-Cola here. And chicken, and chicken. Very nice chicken. Yes. Pastor Spa, let me tell you something. Don't tell anybody. You think the girls on earth are nice. Come and see the angels in heaven. Very beautiful. Hey. Hey, Pastor Spa. No, 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 no. Look. There's one angel there. Shit. Please torment him, torment him, torment him. There's an angel here in heaven. Eh? Her hairstyle alone. Show, 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 show. Pastor Spa. Oh, it's very nice. Very nice. Anyway, I'll see you next. Continue your work at the museum. You'll be there. I'm for me, I'm chilling here, cra. I'll see you. When you get here, ask of me. I'm here. By the time you come, I'm, the, I'm, I'm a big boss here. Because I've been here longer. Yeah, all the angels will be my friends. I'll leave only two for you to become your friends. Okay, goodbye, Pastor Spa. Oh, day. goodbye. Air time is expensive. Goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> angels, be there. So the angels were here. Now the rich man who had gone, this is what God is trying to give us so that we can escape from going to it. Now look at the rich man. He's even, he needs water, 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 water. A drop of water, and he sees he sees Lazarus with his water, and he's jealous. He says, and the Coca Cola. He said, "Can you give me a little water?" Mm. Nice, mm. Mm. nice. Angel, take it and put it back. Yes, thank you. Now he says, "Can you give me a little water?" He didn't even ask for a cup of water or a bottle of water. He said, "Give me a drop. If I can only get a drop." It will be okay for me. Just a drop. Just one drop. Hey! There's a great goldfish. Just one drop. Just one drop. Just one drop. That's all. That's all he wanted. Just one drop. Just one drop. Remember this finger. One day, you will remember it. Let me use this one before they put me on social media. They said the pastor gave the church members the middle finger. Meanwhile, all the fingers are mine. Just one drop. Just one drop. Just one drop. Just one drop. In hell, people are happy just to get a drop of water. People will kill for a drop of water. People will die for a drop of water. Whilst you are here, God is giving you a chance to escape that torment. A chance to escape that torment. Today, as you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Because God is giving you a chance. A chance to escape. A chance to escape what happened to the rich man. Yeah, just one chance to escape. Some of you have been in church for some time. And you're playing games with God. God is giving you a chance today to straighten things up. To choose the straight and narrow way. To make things right.
God is giving you a chance. God is giving you a chance. Then Abraham says, son, besides the water you are asking for and all these things, between us and you, between us and you, there's a great girl fixed that no man can come from where you are to where we are. Neither can anybody come from where we are to where you are. Ladies and gentlemen, between heaven and hell, there's a gulf. A gulf is like, like what America said, they'll build a wall to keep the Mexicans on the other side so they can't come over. Like South Africa will build a wall to keep the Zimbabweans on the other side and the South Africans on this side. We'll build a wall. It's like the Great Wall of China. It's like a gulf, something, a space, a big space that nobody can come from there to this place. I came to tell you, if you are to go to hell, there will be no escape for you. There will be no escape. Nobody will escape. If you are there, you are there for eternity. Never to come back. Angels, please sit down for a second. You are there. You stay in hell. Yes, you can't escape. Once you have gone to hell, it's for eternity. When it's done, it's done for eternity. You cannot come back. You cannot. So, oh, so you watch the drama. Someone said, oh, I'm young. I wait when I'm 80. Look, plus or minus 40, 50 years from now, all of us, if not many of us, if not all of us, will be dead already. Yeah, if you like add 50 years to your age, or 60, some of you are teenagers, you are young, 60, so if, if you live up to 100, 100 years from now, all of us will not be around. We'll be in eternity, either in heaven or in hell. That's this, 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 this story Jesus, it's not a story, it's a true account. When Jesus tells a story, he doesn't mention names, but if it's a true account, he mentions the names of the people. These two people represented what will happen to the whole world. One of them went to heaven and one of them went to hell. Look, there is no escape from hell. No, it's, oh, Pastor, have you not heard of Michael Schofield? Please, it's television. Stop, 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 stop that. It's television. He will break out of hell. You are breaking out of nowhere to go nowhere. Once you go to hell, you are in hell for the rest of eternity. Not even for the rest of your life, but the rest of eternity, which is a life that doesn't come to an end. This is the great escape that Jesus is presenting to us. He's presenting to us today. That's why he loved us with the greatest love. He gave us the simplest way to escape. So we can escape this thing that happened to them. May you not go to hell in the name of Jesus. Please go and sit down. In conclusion, I want to tell you, there's a straight flight from earth to heaven. A straight flight from earth to hell. But there is no flight from hell to heaven. No flight. No flight. If you can make a choice to go to heaven or to go to hell, it's now. It's now. It's now. It's now. It's now. It's now. It is now. After now, you don't have any other choice. After now. When this opportunity passes, when this earth passes, it's finished. It is finished. Will your name be found in the book of life? Will you be one of the people who receive Jesus? The Bible says in John chapter 1, verse number 11, Jesus came to his own. We were originally belongings of Jesus. We were his own. He came to us. But unfortunately, his own, verse 11, his own received him not. 
He says, the people he came to, they did not receive him. He came unto his own, but his own received him not. They didn't receive him. So verse 4, he says, but as many as receive him. The people who decided to receive him, he gave them the power to become the sons of God, even those who believe on his name. When Jesus comes to judge the living and the dead, he will come to take his children. Those are the people he will come for. His children. His children. Not his creation. His children. Anybody who doesn't fall in this category will be condemned to hell. Will be condemned to hell. John 3, 17, said, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but the, that the world through him might be saved. It is not God's plan for anybody to go to hell. God's plan is that you and I will go to heaven. The question is, will we open ourselves to that great reward? We will open up ourselves by believing in him. John 3, 16, the last verse says, but whosoever believe should not perish. Once you escape, the reward is what? Everlasting life. He was promising us the greatest reward of all time. Everlasting life. Today, if you are here and you can hear me, God is offering you everlasting life. Everlasting life. Everlasting life. A life with him. A life in heaven. Pastor, I want to have this everlasting life. What should I do? I'm going to lead all of us in prayer as I close to ask Jesus to come into our hearts so that we can believe. Put our faith in him. Ask him to become the Lord and Savior of your life. That is how to believe. That's how to put your faith in him. That when you die and die you shall. All of us shall die. Unless Jesus comes in our time, that we will have a life everlasting. Life everlasting. You are here like that. Today you want to say, Pastor, I want to enjoy this everlasting life. I want to pray with you as I finish, as I close. Remember my hand with the water. You would always remember it. It's an example we make all the time so that you will never come before Jesus and deny that you never had the chance. Always remember that finger with the water dropping. Even if you remember the middle one, it's okay. But you remember the example with the finger dropping, with the, with the water dropping on the finger. God is giving you a chance to escape heaven and to have everlasting life. Pastor, pray with me today. I want to invite Jesus into my heart. Because the Bible says, with the heart, a man believeth. With the heart, a man believeth unto righteousness and with, with the mouth with confession is made unto salvation if you want to believe in Jesus it starts with your heart and you confess with your mouth stand to your feet wherever you are I want to pray with all of us I want to pray with all of us you want to ask Jesus to come into your heart to come into your heart to be your Lord and to be your Savior so that you can escape this impending judgment that has come. That what happened to the rich man will not happen to you. Pastor, please pray with me. If you are here like that, every eye closed. I want to ask you to close your eyes. Keep your phone in your pocket. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to invite Jesus into my heart to be my Lord and be my Savior. You are here like that. I want you to quietly lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. 
if you are lifting your hand, forget about your neighbor. We will never appear before God in teams. We will appear individually. Just as we will die in different times. If you are lifting your right hand, lift it high above your head. This is the greatest decision of your life. You want to choose the greatest person of your life. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. With your hands still up, pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus. Keep your hand up as you pray this prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I welcome you into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. I open myself to you. I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Amen. Keep your hand up. I want to do something very special and very important. Those of you who are here with your with your hand up, please come behind me, okay? So we can create space here. Okay. Create space for me quickly, 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 quickly. Leave your chairs. Or if you want, you can come with your chair. Can just come behind me quickly, 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 quickly. No, if you lifted up your hand, you are not in the just just be here. Now, if you lifted up your hand, come to me in the front. I'm making space for you. Come to me in the front. You lifted up your hand, come to me. Come, come to me. Come unto Jesus.
But you know deep down your heart that Jesus is not the Lord of your life. You are not sure if you were to die today whether you will go to heaven or you will go to hell. I want to give you one more opportunity to come and join them right now. Come and join them right now. So you are in the congregation. You wanted to come but you are thinking what will my friends say? What will my friends say? One day when you go to hell your friends will say that you were stupid, you had the opportunity and you let it go and you are going to hell. You missed the opportunity and you are going to hell. Your friends will laugh at you. Maybe your friend who's standing by you has made this decision already and you are watching your friend. You want to impress your friend. You want to impress your friend so much because, oh, what will he think? What will he say? But you are on your way to hell. I want to give you one final opportunity to join them. We are going to sing this song one more time. And as we sing it, I'm going to give you a chance to join them right now before I share this prayer. This is the last and final call for this one day. I was at an airport ready to board a flight. And they kept making announcements. This is, the, this is a call for flight BA4374 on, from, from Heathrow to Amsterdam. Ready for boarding. We're sitting, no problem. Then they made another, this is a second announcement for flight BA4374 from Heathrow to Amsterdam. It's ready for boarding. As they were going, the announcement started to become distant. Then suddenly, they made the announcement again. And you could feel an emergency in the announcer's voice. He said, this is the final call for flight BA4372 on its way from Heathrow to Amsterdam. For ready for boarding. They kept announcing until they made the final announcement. After that, I saw people now running to get to the boarding gate. One of the most painful things that can happen to you is for your flight to leave. You can see the airline, but boarding is closed. One day I was traveling somewhere, and as we were going to the airport, we got caught up in a traffic. You see these people who move on the road with these donkeys, one of them was one of them was moving in front and was riding going in front and there was a long traffic so we got held up in traffic for about half an hour when i finally got to the airport my my body was closed here am i i was catching one flight to go and catch another flight and i was caught in that place and the, i could see the flight and the lady was standing the lady said no i can't check you in check in is I said, please, I have to catch another flight. And I kept begging. I kept begging, please give me a chance. I begged the lady so much. At the point, the lady had mercy on me. And she decided to call the captain of the flight. When she called the captain, the captain said, no, he cannot come. I said, please, I got to go. She said, no. At the point, I told him, let me talk to the captain myself. I said, you know, I said, the captain won't talk to you. I said, you know me, the captain will talk to me. Let me talk to the captain myself. So after, after point, he, she called the captain again and the captain picked up and she gave the, 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 the phone to me. I said, captain, I beg you in the name of Jesus, I have to be on this flight. Then the captain said to me, if you can come empty-handed, I will take you on this flight. I said, captain, I will see you at, on the flight right now. I grabbed my hand luggage and I started to, he, she just printed my boarding pass for me and I started to run. Any gate I got to, I told, the captain said I should come. The captain, I got onto the flight with just my hand. Like I left all my luggage behind. And I got onto the flight. If the captain had not given me that concession, 
today I'm giving you that final, I am the captain of the flight. You are me. I'm giving you that final opportunity to come and join them as we sing this song. Because one day you will remember that I gave you a chance. I gave you a chance. God gave you a chance to escape. To escape. Sing it one more time. Come on to Jesus. To Jesus. One more time. Say, Pastor, I want to be sure. I want to be, as I'm talking, your heart is beating. You are asking, why is he pointing at me? Why is he pointing at me? It's your final chance. It is your final chance to come to Jesus. Come and join them. Come and join them. Come to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. One more time. One more time. And it's the final time. It is the final time. It is the final time. And my work is done. And my work is done. The final time. The final line is coming. Your time is running out. Your time is running out. Your time is running out. you mean it I believe and mean it as you say it I believe that you died for me and you rose again I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life from today I am born again I will love you Lord I will serve you for the rest of my life thank you Jesus for dying to save Amen. 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 Father, thank you for every single person here. I pray. Wash them thoroughly with your blood. Fill them with your spirit. And use them as their names are written in the Lamb's book of life, let them use their lives on this earth to save you. That all glory will come to you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for every single one of them. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for them. Give me a fist bump. Give me a fist bump. Congratulations. 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 We should come early. You will be in front. You didn't come early. You are at the back. So, Bluetooth fist bump. Bluetooth. 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 Hotspot. Yeah. Uh -huh. Good. Wireless. Wireless. Guys, you've made the most important decision of your life where to spend eternity. There are some pastors this way 
Okay. They will give you a gift. We prepared a special gift for you. They'll give it to you. And then you will come back. All right? So can you do that from there? I'm going to help you. You just follow. You see that hand over there? For this church is full of hands signaling to you. Okay? Follow that one. That one. Just wave it so they can see it. Go to it. They will guide you. And then you will come back to be with us. All right? God bless you. 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 Don't go back to your seat, please. Do not go back to your seat. Okay, please. Yes, you will come back now. Your seat is waiting for you. Nobody will take it from you. Thank you, Lord. Wow. Oh, keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Keep clapping. Those of you on the stage, keep clapping, keep clapping, keep clapping. They are still here. Clap for them. Clap for them. In heaven, they are clapping. They are cheering. In heaven, they are celebrating. They are cheering them on. They are cheering them on. transported these souls being encouraged thank you for every single one of them bless them in ways that they cannot imagine bless them in ways that they cannot bless themselves help them in ways that they themselves can never help themselves in the name of Jesus let it be worth their while let us see rewards for the labor that we put in We give you glory. We give you praise. There's somebody here you are bound by a demonic problem. God is setting you free right now. Right now. I saw a chain fall of somebody right now. It just broke apart right now. You are around this side. Just behind Leah. About three rows behind Leah. Yeah, right now. It's breaking off. It's breaking You a manifest in the night in your dreams. Today is the last day you have those type of dreams. Yeah. In the night, it's like something comes to hold you captive. You are just around. I can actually point you. 
are just around here. You will not have those dreams again. Are you done with them already? That was high speed. Oh, wow. Amazing. I think we will finish here and then we should just be here. Let's sing one nice song as they come in. Just any nice, one that everybody can sing. Move your body, move your body. You are not too stiff, just African dance is just movement of your body. And then facial expressions. Just have a smile. And then turn your head. Then use your hands. Just use your hands. Now, let's step. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.